Shalom Aleichem. There are many ways to to serve the Creator in the world of Torah. The world of Torah is very wide. There are people that are finding the main source of their joy and satisfaction in learning Torah. There are others who find the connection through Hidbodadut, the personal prayer. There are other people who find their connection to the Creator with practical good actions like charity and and um, and like building organizations of grace and making nice beautiful things in the world. Some people find their connection to the Torah by building a wonderful house, wonderful houses, educating their children in that old, traditional, ancient and beautiful way, being observant, keeping the Torah and the mitzvot. And all those things are wonderful, all those aspects of the Torah are bringing us closer and closer to the truth and closer to Hashem. You can never say that the person that is learning Torah is doing something wrong. Of course, he's learning the wisdom of life. A person who is praying, you cannot say anything bad about him. He's, what is he doing except for atoning for his sins and praying and asking for the goodness and happiness and health and wealth of, of the rest of us. A person that is doing charity and making other people able to to live their life in dignity and he's supporting families and, and giving charity and and supporting poor people in needs of course that you will appreciate him and gonna thank him a parent who took upon himself to take his family to a good place keeping the Torah being observant following the rules of the Bible following the rules of, of the sages the oral Torah there is nothing wrong that you can say on a person like that but if I'm not wrong, there is one thing that is uniting all the righteous people who ever lived on earth under the wonderful wings of the Torah. I think that the main thing that is attaching all the righteous people, no matter what they were focusing on in their path of serving Hashem, serving the Creator. The main thing that was uniting them was the love for the nation of Israel, Ahavat Israel. I think that when a normal person, a logic person, realizes that lives of other people depends on him, he moves everything else to the side and focusing on what that is life-saving. If you see a person that is drowning, the Gemara, the Talmud is saying, telling us that if you're going to say, no, I cannot save him because he's not modest, because I'm going to get wet, for any reason you're going to find, you're going to justify the reason not to save him, it's called Chasid Shoteh, a foolish servant of Hashem. There is no way in the world that you can find an excuse for not saving life of a person. People are the most precious thing on earth. 
they are the chosen ones. They are the ones who carries the light of the Creator in the purest and most complete form of its reflection on earth. We must put that in front of our eyes always to see how we can save lives. Now there are many ways to save lives. There were righteous people who fought for their people, who were fought for for the sake of, of the religion, that were fought that fought for, for the land. There were people who were running righteous people who were running and chasing after um, after money to bring charity they were f fundraising they were collecting money for a noble cause to save lives of poor people you have people righteous people who will go and pray for the sake of their loved ones and for the sake of the nation of israel and the sake of the world but you will see that all those righteous ones will have that unique and special thing in their heart that they are looking for ways to save lives of people because where the problem that we are experiencing in this world in this world begins it begins in death it begins in the curse that we have been cursed while being deported from the garden of eden that the angel of death will have the ability and the authority to take lives when we've been created by the creator in the beginning ideally we were supposed to live forever adam and eve were never meant to die because of the sin because of the mistakes that they made and mainly because of the fact that they were not able to admit their own mistakes and to take responsibility for their sin they have been exiled kicked out of the garden of eden and been punished with death now death is the thing that is stopping life every person wants to be alive every person wants to feel wants to smell wants to enjoy the variety of, of um, opportunities and colors and smells and all kinds of, of pleasures that life supplies. And even when you want to educate a person, you tell him you should choose life and not something that pretends itself, that presents itself as life when it's really death, like pleasure from lusts and desires, like pleasure from honor, respect, and all bad attributes that gives a certain satisfaction to the person while he's sinning, like a person that is angry, and he's furious and upset and cursing and doing whatever he is. While he is doing it, he feels a certain pleasure. He feels that he releases a certain pressure that is holding him back, that is troubling him. And when he is releasing that pressure, he's enjoying it. He finds satisfaction in being controlling, in being abusing, in being um, um, violent. And this is not kind of satisfaction and joy that represents life. So we are choosing life even in hours of darkness. A person will say to himself, okay, I can go now to enjoy myself, to satisfy myself, but I see that my children needs me. I see that my family needs me. I see that I must commit myself to certain responsibilities for the sake of my children, 
for the sake of my loved ones. So he will choose to do something harder, something that will for sure less satisfy him and pleasure him, but he will do it for the sake of life. He will do it because life is something so holy and so precious and important that for that he will dedicate his own life to keep on pulling life and bringing life to the world to maintain the life of the livings. Now every one of us should choose life, but when you choose life you need to fight death. Now when the Messiah will come, when the redemption will take place, the angel of death will lose his job, he will be fired. Someone from heaven will apologize to him and tell him, listen, we cannot hire you anymore. You, don't have, you cannot hold your old position anymore. You need to go elsewhere. And he will be sent down to hell to be burnt over there with, uh, with, his, um, with his followers and supporters. And death will disappear from the world and the souls that will stay alive and will not join the devil, the angel of death, in his journey to to the core of the universe to be burnt in the flaming lava of 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 the heat of of the sweat of the angels um, forever <coughs> the ones that will not go that way the ones that will stay alive they will live forever we will all live forever in the time of redemption death will disappear from the world and we will stay alive for 1,000 years, and those 1,000 years are symbolizing the eternal life. And why, if we're saying that we're going to live for 1,000 years, we, by that, not saying actually that we're going to die, because let's say that we're going to live 1,000 years, so after 1,000 years, okay, you're done, you're dead. No. In those 1,000 years, we're going to experience an amazing, amazing shift, a spiritual um, development that will take 1,000 years. And in those 1,000 years of redemption, of prosperity, we're going to be set free completely from all aspects of physicality. After 1,000 years, it's not that we're going to die. We will not have no attachment to the physical body and the physical world anymore. So we're actually going to cross the eternity, the infinity, into the world that is eternal. We will become completely united with the Creator Himself and we will be completely one with Him. What's the purpose and what's the use of this conversation if not to understand that the main thing that we need to do is to preserve life? is to save life of a person. If there is a person who, that his life is in trouble because of certain illness, sickness or plague, we need to try to protect him as much as we can, to heal him, to, to support him as much as we can, for his healing to take place, for his body to recover, and for him to be able to stand on his feet. If a person is suffering from poverty and we see that his life is troubled because of financials, because of economic, because of money, we need to support him in that direction. There are also people who are dying spiritually and we need to save them too. We need to save the lives of people who spiritually are so poor that they don't believe that they are alive. 
that they don't see the fact that they live eternal life, that the soul is eternal and that the soul is an inner channel and an amazing tunnel who pulls life from an endless source from above the sky uh, itself and bringing it down to earth, a godly light, the light of the Creator, like the verses and the prayer book is telling us, Elokai neshama shenatata bitehora, my God, the soul that you put inside of me is pure, means that your soul is always pure, no matter what you go through, your soul is pure. Even if you contaminated your body, your soul is always pure. And how the soul can stay pure if the person is sinning? Because that the soul is chelek eloka mimaal, is a portion of godliness, a portion of God himself inside of you, treasured inside your own body, inside your own vessel. Your soul is godly, neshama elokit, we're saying that because that the soul is godly. Every person has a portion of the Creator lives inside of him, a spark that is reviving his whole, whole body. You wouldn't be alive if the source of life itself would not take place inside of your being. You are not alive because you are tall, because you are rich, because you are wealthy, because you are strong, because you are wise, or because that someone wants you to be alive, your sisters, your brothers, your family. The reason that you are alive is because that inside of you the Creator lives. Because only the Creator, He is life itself. He is the one that is alive. And the life itself is being presented is being reflected through you in your days, in your life. The Creator lives inside of us and among us. He fills you from within with the Holy Soul that gives life to all its surroundings. That's your physical body, that is your emotional body. The Creator, He is the life that is living. He is life itself. And the Creator, that He is the source of life, is reflecting Himself inside our own bodies. And every one of us, we are beams of light. We are beams of light of the Creator Himself. And therefore, we must keep the life goes on. This is why we are forbidden of killing. This is why we are forbidden of making abortions. This is why we are forbidden of using hard drugs that can kill a person or to drive in a dangerous way or to drink too much alcohol, or to do anything that will make life stop. This is why we're not allowed to be angry. This is why we're not allowed to be upset. This is why we're not allowed to hit another person. This is why we're not allowed to do anything that might stop life. Because life is the most precious and most important thing in the world. And we should maintain life and force life to reveal its qualities out to the world to bloom and to shine and to show its huge gigantic um, variety of colors the endless amounts of colors that can be seen in the creation and every one of us we are appointed on a certain section in the world and in that section we are that gardener we are that shepherd we are that one that's supposed to maintain life, to make all the livings around us alive. 
So if you saw your neighbor in trouble, it's your responsibility to do something with him. If you can give him charity, that's wonderful. If you're not able because your financials are also tight, you need to pray for his sake. Maybe you can talk to someone else. Maybe a third person will be able to help and to assist. If you saw something with your eyes, if you heard something with your ears, even if your ears are hidden like mine behind your side curls, you should still follow those hints that the Creator is hinting you. You should always take those simple signs and to understand that the hand of the godly supervision that is sending you to recognize and see certain things in life, in life is the voice of the Creator that is revealing to you the purpose of your life, what you should do with your life, how you should maintain life, how you should protect life, how you should save lives, how you should create life. The Creator is calling us in few, few names, in few ways, He's calling us a friend, He's calling us a brother, He's calling us a child, He's calling us in the highest level of them all, even a mother. In the Bible, it's written that we are the, one who, the ones who gives birth to the Creator. And how can a person give birth to the Creator? A person who made, is made out of flesh and bones, of earth, of dust, of water, and an and, and empty vessel, how we can create when we don't even remember the number of our shoes, the, our heights, or our weights. We don't even know the full legacy of, of our ancestors. We don't even remember who we are and where we started our lives. How can we say on a person that he can create the Creator, so to speak? But by the fact that a couple are getting married and bringing down to the world a holy child, a precious soul, by that they are delivering the godly portion to the world and they are revealing the light of the Creator to the world because that child is promised to reveal a certain light that no one else in the world will. And you are that child as well. Someone brought you to the world to shine as well. So in every position, in any situation, you should reveal the life, you should maintain and protect life, you should save lives, and you should deliver life to the world. May the source of livings heal us and strengthen us and give us the power and the motivation to reveal His Godliness to the whole wide world and that all the world together, united with love and truth, will be able to experience the complete redemption, to be completely healed and redeemed from all troubles, all sorrow, all forces of darkness, and especially death. And may we all gonna live forever. Amen. Can you hear that song? <laughs> Yeah.